0: Scanning, identity authorized. Welcome to the Secret Superhero Club Podcast Network.
1: You, you know the one that like drives me insane what? is when people eat in front of a mic. Yes. Why does that? Drive it you? is it is the grossest thing ever. <laughs> like uh, I'm okay with drinking because usually it's it's, it's not you're unless they're so like unless not. like <laughs> and you're just like oh. Like, but you when someone's like.
0: Have you ever done a cold open to a yes. podcast? Yes. So many times. Oh, really? Yes. I'm like, I wanted to go. Whoa, well, guys! This is Ben Elledge and my friend here, Josh, and we're on the Animist Nation
1: podcast. Whoa, dude! We're gonna have a radical right, episode uh, about Joe's bizarre adventure, some weed crap.
0: Is this a is this a family friendly <laughs> show, by the way, Josh?
1: Uh yes. And with that, we're actually gonna start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good start. So, um, uh, oh man. Uh, welcome to the Animation Station podcast, everybody. Um, I have Ben Elledge yes. with me, uh, and we're going to talk about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And uh, this is a family-friendly podcast, Okay, so not a lot of weed. Oh, uh, I was about that to was s- yesterday. I,
0: I used crap instead of another favorable word for the same thing. So, <laughs>
1: not bad, not bad. I'll allow it. I'll allow it.
0: Okay, so we can crap it up. So, so Josh, we were discussing earlier how much JoJo you've watched, and you've watched the first eight episodes. You didn't finish part one. I did not
1: finish part one. Okay, you did not see the spectacular ending. Uh, of I've read. I have read things, and I've done YouTube videos, but that's basically as much so, as I've got. Do you want to know how I got into JoJo, Josh? Yes. Uh, first off, Ben. Tell everybody who you is. How I knows you Okay. So I am Hannah's brother for your eagle-eyed viewers out there who discovered
0: that my last name coincides with Hannah's. Convenient. Um, Yeah, convenient. Yes. So, um, and then like through Hannah, I met you and then we've hung out a few times and I, I, I'm a... We've hung out a few times. I helped you move. Yeah, you did help me move. You're, you're very right. And I appreciate that by the way. Oh, no no problem. So...
1: i'm I'm a huge
0: i'm a huge gamer myself i have almost every game console actually i have almost collected the consoles of all the games all the consoles i want to own um i have a large board game collection uh anything gaming anything kind of nerdy i can kind of grow to because there comes with an appreciation of a work or medium that I love when someone's passionate about something. There's a reason why I love JoJo's because the creator is so passionate about his work, and his artwork is so gorgeous. It's the same thing with uh, Yuji Shinkawa, who does the artwork for Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. He does like all the concept art. In his, he created his own gosh dang style, like unlike what most artists do nowadays. He created his own style, and it's it's amazing. And I appreciate anyone who's passionate about their work and how much effort that goes into it. And usually, like when someone shows their work is a reflection of their own passion. That is when I become very attuned to something. And unfortunately, like I usually am drawn more to Eastern works is because you can see how passionate they yeah. are. Unlike Western works where it feels very-
1: We gotta make this to
0: make some money. Exactly, and that that's something that I frown at a lot of. And same thing with like video games. Like Most video games are made to make a profit now, and there's very little passion in the work and when there's passion like the metal gear solid five is very divisive people don't like it because there's not enough plot for a metal gear game but the amount of detail and all the things you can do and how like you can set a c4 charge off and knock an electrical pole down and it will electrocute somebody when the power lines hit them it's just immensely detailed but you wouldn't get that in another game because that'd take too much work Well, hitman yeah well that's the same thing it's like that is made by a french company
1: yeah and they are p- very passionate about the work um, well but- it's the same thing with like French animation if you're bringing that up I mean like French animation is like oh, yeah. almost right up there with you know uh, well, Japanese and Korean animation yeah.
0: well it's just like anything like honestly I'm just not a huge fan of what American works like like Bethesda is kind of crap like I, yeah, I, it's basically the same game They did, and, and, and they're over. dumbing it down to make it more sellable when mm-hmm. they should make making it more interesting of an RPG mechanism and and that is when i when you just take something and you just kind of i'm not saying like dumbing something down is bad because it makes it more accessible but when you're making something that the work is not that's when i have a problem like if you look at the first mass effect to the other mass effects they're in entirely different games yeah. and and the same thing with same thing with like elder scrolls like elder scrolls 1 and 2 are very very different than 3 is just kind of the continuing of it but then 4 is my favorite because it's a blending of what is easy to work with and simplified, but still has the depth and complexity of an RPG. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Skyrim just stripped everything out and made it so simplistic. It's not interesting anymore because you have to have some level of complexity to make it interesting. And like the same thing with art, like there's some art styles that I'm not, I'm just not a fan of because they're so simplistic, like, or you go so detailed where the characters can't move and like one of my favorite shows is a regular at Magic High School, but the characters are so detailed; they're don't, they hardly ever move because most of the budget can't go to making everyone super flamboyant. So a lot, very, lot of close-up shots. Well, it's more like they are very static when they're talking. Like they, they when they walk, they're very static. Everyone has kind of it's never see legs. Well, it's just well no you do, but it's just like they're not like they're not moving their arms a lot or getting very expressive when they're talking. But it's but it's because most of their budget was spent on, like, the four fight scenes in the entire show, which are so detailed. It's, like, m- makes the entire show worth it. But and then, like, you have... But you kind of have to... You have to figure out how much detail you're willing to have or how stylistic you need to be. Like, one of my favorite shows is Kanu Soba. I don't know if you watched that yes. one. Yes. It's, it's, it's just, like... It's super goofy, but it's so well animated and styled well yeah. that it never... It doesn't need tons of animation. I mean yeah. It doesn't it, need t- t- they, tons they, they, they bring in a lot of uh
1: facial like a film. lot of uh, facial expressions. Like whenever Aqua or Mega like they get eaten by a frog. Yeah. And it's just like him just like Ugh. you know, you just like very yeah. much it's, like
0: But it stays within its own style, like most anime shows when they do gags, they go on like the hyper end of anime gagging. Yeah. And that's when it breaks immersion and it's not funny because it's just the same crap we've seen in shows from the nineties. Like they don't evolve their human anymore, but Konosoba focuses a lot on the character style of their faces and making the gags off of these situations.
1: They also do a lot with But you also uh, like as
0: a dude I relate so much with Kazuma. Yeah. But it's like Well because he's just like he's such a bro and he's selfish. He's just he's like he's in he's in kind of a harem, but he's not like the characters the girls aren't fully into him. But he kind of knows he's in a harem. But he's, like, also not a wimp and not willing to back out of his harem. And it's, like... Like, I mean, the episode where he tries to get a succubus to come to his house and get his dreams <laughs> and he protects her. It's just, like, he's a dude. And that's what that's relatable. Like, a lot of anime shows make their... Like, I don't
1: watch Mary By anymore. the way, cutest succubus ever. Like, oh, she's, she's, she's adorable. She's,
0: you know what they say, Josh. She's Kawaii Desu. Just, get out of here. You're, not, please, you're, just, you're welcome <laughs> beyond this podcast, Josh. You freaking... A whole world of worms. Uh, but it's just, like in that, like when characters are relatable and like, you know, they would behave like you would behave in that situation. And it makes sense. Like uh, I've seen clips from a lot of harems. Like there's like behemoth or something. I don't remember the title. Got a great babe in it, but the main character is such a wimp. I don't want to watch it and just doesn't make it appealable. It's like, that's most harems though. Main characters. spineless. Yeah. The main character is usually never good. The spineless character that you can insert yourself into, to live out your fantasies of being in a harem and let's just be real that uh pornographic material is so much better because those characters aren't wimps (laughs) um because that because they help you satisfy the fantasy that you have about being in a harem but at the same time like most shows do the character so poorly it doesn't feel like it's a fantasy because you have to insert yourself into it exactly
1: yeah um well, I mean that's why like uh, if you, if you play any of those like Aroga games, like the main character, it's like he's got hair that goes completely yeah, so over his can, eyes, so you can't see him. It's just the same. What what's your what's one of your favorite shows, Josh? Uh, Assassination Classroom. No, no, oh. no, no. Fate Stay Night, dude. Oh, what what's wrong with Fate Stay Night? Because it's it is that uh, all it is. Hey, you leave Shiro alone. <laughs> that's all it is.
0: You like, leave him but alone. There's, the, there's even the mobile game that's super. Oh, not that. Super lewd, where you can just kind of have your team of
1: cute girls. Like you do. Uh, well, the best part about Assassination Classroom is, like, there is a character who literally has. The, but hair is he the self insert character? No, no, no. He is, like, they give everybody uh, nicknames. So this really... is such a podcast about JoJo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll get to JoJo. We've <laughs> also like... got news, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they How give much is everybody. This be cut? Oh, no, we're leaving it all. Yeah. Uh, we... <laughs> There's there's a character uh she's she's very flat so they call her forever flat uh which is mean. Very charming. Uh there's uh oh god uh I think like in the I think in the in the manga his name is Trap. It's the main character yeah. because like he is a boy that kind of looks like a girl yeah, so yeah, they yeah. call him Trap. Yeah. But they call him like androgynous in other uh, words in, in the, the in the, in the anime. Ones, yeah. Yeah. Uh but then in the uh in the manga it is his character, who's a sniper, they call him a Roga main character. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and I think they just call... I don't remember what they call him in the anime, but it's its not as good. But oh, I'm just yeah. like, that's why the manga, a thousand times Oh, better. yeah.
0: It's like the same thing with like...
1: And he's just like sitting there with his... And they're like, everybody hates their names. And he's like, yeah, I kind of get it. <laughs>
0: like, it's like my friend... One of my... F- I have a friend Andre and a friend Tyler who are converted to JoJoism, and Andre watches
1: converted to JoJoism. Yeah, yeah but... what is
0: what is the hand
1: sign for JoJo? Uh, it's is... a sweet,
0: sick pose, dude. <laughs> okay, what are we talking about? This is JoJo, um, but you know, like I originally watched it because uh, I'll explain how I got into it. Because one of my favorite things was I watched a video a long time ago. And when I was, like, super into YouTube, I discovered things like all the funniest bits of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. And I never heard of the show. It sounded like bo 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 And God, I God, what that. a
1: garbage show.
0: That was a bad show, but it was super funny. It knew it, it knew what it wanted to be. And it's super... Now that I've watched Jojo, I'm like, this is just a parody of Jojo. Because um, it's so ridiculous. But it fits. Um, but when I was watching, I was like, okay, I'll watch this clip. And it's all the tragic character deaths. Every single one. I'm what like, a way to start off. I was like, this is supposed to be funny? Like, <laughs> I was confused. I was more like, wow, these are all the character does." I was confused. And then, I, and then like, later, uh, a year later, I started discovering. And it's, like, when part three was com- was out and part four was coming out. And there was like, all these just inundated with JoJo memes on my YouTube. And then I started watching them. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this show. And then, like, I had a friends come over and watch the first three episodes. I was like, oh, that was cool. And then I binge-watched in, like, the next four months, like, the entirety of part three all the way up. And I just like because uh, like, I, like I was telling you earlier, like moments before we started, like the reason I love JoJo is because of, it, because of its campiness. It knows how to take it so well seriously, but then it also has some real stakes. Characters die all the time, and when they're in a fight and they get really injured, you're like, this could be another character. But you have another five main characters. Like this is the reason why I don't like My Hero Academia there's so many main characters and you know none of them are going to die. Yeah. Not a single one because someone likes that character so they can't afford to kill them. And But in Jojo, I like all the characters usually. And when one dies, it has some real impact. It makes an emo- it makes the journey feel like an emotional one instead of a no stakes learning convention on the way of life. Well,
1: that's kind of like Naruto. Like, a, a lot yeah. of like the, the main... Like, shown, I, I in say, an- say shown in anime in general. You're not going to kill a main character. Like... Who dies in Naruto? Like of I, I, of, of the kids, like I, I the, only, one. the only the only one, like a couple I have, well, Hokages I watched, die. I haven't watched it, but it's like even then I know
0: they don't. Yeah, it's like I don't because know. because same the thing si- in Bleach. The, I'm like, does anyone really ca- die in Bleach? The side cast is just as important as the main character. But in JoJo, I feel like because they kept the side cast to a minimum, and the way the show is structured, that it's always a lineage, that that every part can have its own intense stakes. And that is what the beauty of JoJo is. When people look at JoJo, like, oh, it's just it's the same thing as any Shonen anime. But the structure of the show is so different. It can be structured so differently than most Shonen, and when people don't call it a shounen anime, it still is, just because the characters have a whole learning arc, like of learning the how to use my stand, which Part Seven does, and why it's one of the best ones. But it's like about learning what your own true sense of justice is, and what you're willing to do to, do to protect the people you love, and like those are the things that i like about jojo and the convictions character has and like dude when a character dies it is super emotional and like i don't want to get into spoilers but it's like in part three a character dies and one of the characters reactions is so believable that he can't believe he's dead he just denies the fact that this person just died right next to him and he's he fights to the edge of his life in vengeance and it's just like that's so much more impactful than any other shows like next to next to kamina's death in like stuff carries so little weight in shows but when a character dies that has so much more gravitas in a show mm-hmm. and that's why jojo transcends itself and and it does kind of you know kind of put everybody on pace throughout the series yeah and it's like and it always is like whenever the main baddie comes up like most of the time a character won't die just halfway through a show halfway through a part a character won't die but when the main baddie shows up everyone is expendable every single character is and I feel bad for the people watching Part Five not knowing what the, happens in that one, but it's just like it's just that is the real ride of not knowing what's going to happen. And you know, spoil JoJo for yourself. I honestly recommend spoiling JoJo.
1: Well, like I I've, I've done a lot of like from the reading and stuff yeah. that I've done. Like I've I've read a lot of you know a lot of the spoilers and stuff for JoJo. And I've yeah I've seen YouTube videos. It's hard. It's
0: hard. There's because the meme culture of yes. YouTube. There's like there's so much memes of jojo good reason because it's funny but at the same time it's just like you're it's impossible not to catch a character death or some person's crazy ability being unleashed or something interesting happening so mm-hmm. world come on you cannot get out of youtube without seeing a the worldo meme but it's like that's one of the best reveals ever is that dio can stop time and i don't feel fr- afraid saying that because it's everywhere on the internet and if you haven't seen it you're dead so we're gonna say this like what's the current season that's out right now okay current season is part five it's almost concluded because i know how the part continues and there's probably i would say about six seven more episodes okay
1: let's stop let's do spoilers up to part four so i'm uh, sorry up to part five so i mean nothing okay, in yeah, part because five. if you haven't like if you're not gonna yeah want, some people may be waiting for the season that, to come is out. the most divisive
0: show i've ever met people who hate the memes and are sick of it and don't even want to watch it. I'm like, that's fine. I can respect that. Cause you know, I don't like Undertale. I never even played it. But because the amount of memes and how much people talk about it turned me off. Yeah. Um, the fans turn me off. And I could see the same thing happening to Jojo people. If they're if they just get tired of the people who talk about JoJo, that's perfectly understandable. I can respect that. Um, but like, so I'm gonna explain the plot to you. So in part one, Dio is the Perfect dick bag character. I'm sorry, this is a kid. No, nah, it's fine, it's fine. But it's he is. You th- get one dick bag, but that there's is, two. That is so his character, though. He's such a hateable yes, he, piece of crap.
1: Like when second, he comes in, when he comes in, you're just like that is good writing, though. The first
0: episode of the show, and you know you hate this person. It's perfect. It creates such a good antagonist to start the show. And my friend Andre said, "I wish Deal was the villain through the entire series." And I was like, I don't want to be too bad. Um, But it's just like, and then the first part is Jonathan and his adopted brother Dio fighting and their conflict, and Dio sparring kind of into madness over his own ambition and rejecting humanity, becoming a vampire. Not in that sense, but vampires in JoJo are very different than most works. More like they're kind of like traditional vampires with addendums to how they can be killed because they're super powerful only can go out at night and they can make zombies they can make vassals and terrifying because the first part of jojo is horror that's the first thing is it's supposed to be a horror show and then it's jonathan stopping Dio, what he thinks is stopping d.o and then we go into part two and it's his grandson and it's indiana jones to crest across to get this artifact and stop these super vampires who created the vampires and the pillar men are incredibly powerful they're essentially gods because they have their own abilities and it's jonathan joseph joestar my favorite character dog bless um and he is so amazing because he's a trickster like he he have you seen memes about Joseph Joestar? I...
1: Old. I've seen your, old Your Joseph next Joestar. line is...
0: Yes. Your next line is memes are very good, but it's like that is just like... He's always one mental step above his opponent, and that's what makes it... All the fights super interesting and super cool, and the conclusion is crazy and zany and perfect for a show that's called The Bizarre Adventure. Um, and then... So it's like him trying to get the stone to stop... They're protecting the stone because if they get the stone, it's, the, it's a MacGuffin, they can become... And perfect. They can go out during the day. And so it's like, if they get that stone, you have the perfect life form. Something, someone that's so powerful and has so much control over humanity that the human's going to do anything over it. Because they're just so strong. And it's them trying to stop them from getting the stone. And the wild rod that is part two, but that's one of my favorites. And then in part three, they introduced something that, as every shonen anime ever has copied, and they're called stands. And stands are very weird very structured very rule-based abilities usually i call them fighting ghosts like shaman king was very yeah. very jojo after you watch jojo you realize how much stuff copied it but it's not not in a bad way i i'd condemn no one for copying jojo because it's so cool um it's like the same thing with persona persona is just jojo it's just jojo and then same thing with like Most stuff that have asymmetric, hard magic systems, where everyone has unique abilities, that trickle down from Jojo, probably. Somewhere. You were like... The dude who is writing One Piece says his biggest inspiration is Jojo's Bizarre Adventure.
1: Because... Do they all... uh, Yeah, I guess they all do kind of have a special thing. A a special ability that they own have and that
0: evolves. Like, look at Luffy. His ability at start, like, oh, he's gonna stretch his skin, but he actually has skin control, and that adds so many layers to his ability, because simple abilities are the best, because you can do so much with them. But that's very JoJo-esque, like, you're only as good as the person in your head. Like, if you're clever and smart, your stand is way more dangerous and way deadlier than the most powerful ability, if that person's an idiot. They can be, I can stop times, like, well, I can create symbols on things that are sound waves, so, like, if I wrote boom on something, it would explode. Or if I wrote whoosh, a giant wind gush would come off of it. That makes you super dangerous if you're super intelligent and know how to use it. And that's what JoJo's about. It's like, because while most shonen animes are about, I'm going to get stronger so I can beat you, <coughs> my academia, um, it's about, I'm going to outwit you. I'm going to be smarter than you. And my mental gymnastics will outlast you so much faster. And that's what makes it cool. That's what makes it so much more resonating. Is that stands create this catalyst of interesting encounters where the characters themselves might think they're getting beaten, but they're setting up a trap. They're setting up a feint to destroy you.
1: And- yeah, because like that—that's kind of because I mean I'm only in like season one, yeah, so I yeah. haven't gotten to stands yet. Um, but from what I what I've known and a lot of what you've told me about all the stands, I'm like the 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 little boy that grew up listening to eighties music yeah is gonna absolutely love it yeah because stands are based off because the fr- they're based off
0: tarot cards and then they go into Egyptian gods and at the very end of part three no they he makes music references through the entire show you have Tom
1: Petty you have Dire and Straits you you have Dio Dio <laughs> I will say that was the first time that I had really uh... Like, my, my first kind of intro to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was a long, long time ago. Yeah. During, like, AMV Hell. And they would have, like, a little bit where it was just, like, it would... The, like, the old... Like, the old, old AMV Hells. Oh. And it would have, like, like a the picture movie, of... Like, the old movie? Yeah, the old third Like, the part. one that was, like, an hour and, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: Like, I've like, shown you my favorite bit, and it's the Darby the Gambler, the original one, and that dude's voice acting. Like, he was selling those lines if no one else say it out loud right now Derby! it's just like i love that it cracks me up every single time but it's just like he's into it yeah i will never give that guy a crap because he was into those lines um and it's just like it makes you wonder like um uh i don't know if you're 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 a, you were a new grounds or were weren't you yeah so like my rice pirate mick he's a huge fan of jojo's bizarre adventure he never talks about it on this podcast i listen to called sleepy cabin and he never talked about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Respect to him, keeping it close because if he knows no other people are going to listen to him, he's just going to keep it to himself. But he's the he, he's making his own part. He's writing his own fan part of Jojo. Animating it and everything. Blood Sun Check it out. Amazing work. And it's... He rather, like, masochistically was like, I'll never be good as an artist as Hidehika Araki and respect him for respecting him. But his art's amazing. It's fantastic work and and it's just like I wish like someone would have introduced me into it. I don't never mind because I would not have liked Jojo when I was younger I know I wouldn't because I'd be like this is kind of silly and goofy and it's not taking itself seriously but I love that now but now I'm, when you're
1: you're now, older I've
0: matured in like when it's just constant you're just constantly abraded with stuff that takes itself so seriously like everything Marvel takes itself so seriously but there's no stakes there's really and this shoehorned in one-liners that just don't fit like you've seen the trailer for Endgame haven't you? No. Freaking the characters are like cracking jokes, and like half the world's population's been decimated. And you're like, you're gonna crack a joke? Wouldn't you be somber? Wouldn't you be like mentally preparing yourself to die to save everyone? Like, wouldn't wouldn't that be your mindset? Y- yeah. Ant Man, but- Paul Rudd face looking at me, mother. <laughs>
1: get out of here. Uh, see, my thing with with the Marvel movies, like, there were never any stakes. Like yeah. That first Iron Man, you were like, okay, Iron Man was, was one, really. Iron Man
0: one, uh, the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. Thor one can go die in outer space because it's too jokey. Um, yeah, it's very. It's, much it's like, get it, me another. It's, it's all like, right. <laughs> it's it, the first time I saw it. It was all right,
1: but it's like Iron Man one
0: and Captain America
1: are still pretty all right movies. I was so bored during the first Captain America. There, I bet if I watch it now, I was, I was on would a date
0: when I was like it. sixteen. When I gosh dang, that came out like eight years ago, dude. Uh, you you a young boy? I am a young lad. <laughs> um, it, but at the same time, it's like that. Like Iron Man One, though, I will defend that movie. It's a good yeah, movie. Yeah, no, it's it's Jeff a really Bridges good movie. Jeff Bridges
1: does a good movie. There's a YouTube channel Iron Man Two, just, <laughs> try. stop giving Mickey Rourke work. Uh, just stop.
0: Um, there's a guy I was I, I watched on YouTube every once in a while, and he was talking about how to fix certain villains. Like Iron Man One is a good movie, but he's like he, the villain could have been even better. It's like he he talked about rewriting the screen slaver from Incredibles
1: Two. Did you ever see Incredibles two? Yeah, um, it was after, a movie that was not a children's movie. After watching it,
0: I don't like the screen slaver though. I felt like her motivations were weird, right? Yeah, it doesn't make she any. She wants to free. She wants to. She wants to help them make them legal, but then antagonize them at the end. Why didn't you just not do anything? They're already illegal.
1: You know what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because really, she wanted to. She wanted to, to make them even more illegal. Well, it was one of those like make she, it like meth illegal, not she weed wanted illegal. to like kind of almost like <clears throat> shove it in their faces because it got her parents killed. Yeah, but at the same time... And I'm sitting there, I'm just this like... This guy
0: was talking about how if her dad died because of TV, and then, like, she was trying to show the evil of television, instead of just antagonizing heroes, I was like, that, that'd that be really cool. That'd be an easy solution, because you just want people to stop looking at TVs and show that this is what it can do to you. And I yeah. was like, that's cool. That's a simple solution. And, you know, like... I just feel like when people take itself so seriously, it just gets old. Like, every show takes itself so damn seriously, especially most American shows. Like, they take themselves, like, every single thing is bleeding angst and, like, bleeding, like...
1: Well, I see, there's... I'm going to go with you on that. I'm going to agree. Yeah. But I'm also going to counterpoint with a lot of the stuff that happens with those shows... Yeah. That makes them so angsty... Are the fans of those shows? Because that's what they want. They're feeding off of it. Exactly, and, and I, <laughs> I don't like fan culture now in America. It's bad. Is so bad. Like they would, like they probably wouldn't have made so another Game so of Thrones bad. season. Like let's be real. Like Game of Thrones would have ended a long time ago. He's not even done with the books, guys. Well, my my thing is like I was listening to a podcast, and I completely agree with it. I don't think he'll ever finish them because of this the fan culture. The fan and it's gonna be oh it's completely different from the. Yeah, from the show it and it's is, like there's no incentive for him to finish them now it's probably
0: the same thing with like uh i mean i mean you say that but i honestly think it's probably like that everywhere josh like, i mean like would it i what, mean yeah i mean uh, we're not Hidahiko, or, we're not exposed would hirihiko I mean. or rocky still be writing jojo to this day if people didn't love it honestly i think he would because it takes a month a month to release a manga chapter but the art dude is good but it's like you can tell what he loves what he does yeah um and a lot of people hold him in reverence which
1: i i'm glad because well again, it, i think it's a culture thing too Look like, at the dude, like, like we look were at saying look at the dude's writing hunter hunter oh god jeez he's the freaking hunting. killing himself over it and like he had to write out a he
0: wrote an apology letter at the end of Yu Yu show saying that he couldn't finish it and he was, he was so sorry and it sounded like he was like losing his mind and that's awful like i don't like if i was if i made something that was virally popular there's a reason i'm on social media because i just want to have to deal with people who just love my work and gush oh can i have more it's like don't you just love my work for what it is And why do you need a second game or a second season like it doesn't matter like yeah
1: i mean that's kind of like my problem with attack on titan to where it's just like
0: because it's so virally popular They have to keep going regardless if it's good or not and i've never watched attack on titan i think i don't like hopeless story scenarios i just don't like it's just like the world's end. the world's already ended how are we going to fix it? You I mean, can't stop it. You can't stop it. It's like the same thing with Ruby at the end of, like, what was it, volume three?
1: It was just like, the world ended. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the places that are left are it. And Everything like, else is grim. Like you, lost, and you're like, you lost the grid. Oh. You lost communication.
0: Like, what are you going to do? It's like nothing, I guess, because obviously everyone who's impo- the antagonists are so far ahead of the protagonist. doesn't feel satisfying. Like, the Titans are so beyond humans like you only have like what the scouts who can do decent damage to titans but
1: they're endless it's a horde you can't do anything so it's like it's just like that kind of crap it's like we're gonna go take this back and I'm like you guys still haven't taken back like part of your own city it's like it's like
0: because because part of the show is to show how powerless the characters are Mm -hmm. you know but you you don't you don't get any catharsis when someone comes out to be a titan because it's like, that's one dude. It's like, oh, that person's also a titan. Okay, cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, in, in jo- oh, you're a titan in too? In JoJo, okay. like, the, the, the situation might seem hopeless, right? But the main character comes off, like, their determination and how competent they've shown themselves to be instill you with the trust that they can overcome the problem. Like, look at part seven of JoJo's, part seven, like... Josh, you want a synopsis of part seven
1: of JoJo? What's part seven of JoJo?
0: Okay, part seven of JoJo's bizarre adventure begins with a horse race across America. It's Hidalgo. I was supposed to are
1: you making Hidalgo?
0: Yeah. But everyone has stands. Um, okay. The main character has this ability called the spin, which is a twist off of ripple. I didn't mean to hit the mic. I'm sorry, fans. That's fine. Um, it's a twist off of the ripple where you can make something spin by looking at a golden triangle and objects. Don't. It's. That's a really brief synopsis. It goes into a way better version in the manga, which I need to reread. But it's like, he can throw steel balls and make them spin and he can contort like body parts and stuff because the rotation entering your body. It's really interesting stuff. It's really cool. But then the main character is a paraplegic and uh, he's great. It's a, huh. And he does it so well. Cause he's a, is he also a I, I no, guess no. He, would, he would be, he, a, is he not a he touches touches he's not the a steel, star. He touches the steel ball and he, he can stand for a second. And he's so blown away that he wants to become, like, the disciple of Gairo Zeppeli because of the spin. And he's like, I have to figure out how to walk again. Because he's a horse racer, and he gets shot in the back and is paralyzed from the waist down. Um, And so he's competent at horse racing. So, like, he gets in the horse race to go along with Gairo to become his disciple. And then, like, there's, like, this... When he reset the world at the end of Part 6, I won't get into that, but Jojo was reset because he was running out of ideas so he revamped the world and so like all the stands are more simple again and everything's great but there's like these kind of phenomena that happen in certain events where like in certain regions of the world where you gain stands by entering it so he enters this part the horse race cuts through it so all the horse racers get like stands and so he get he gets tusk um based off of a i forget the uh, flintwood mac song really good song really interesting um And so, like, he gets Tusk Act 1, and then they're going through the horse race through America. And the main antagonist is the President of the United States, and he's crafted this whole thing to go through the United States to collect the body parts of Jesus, baby. Trying to collect them all. He's got to collect them all. Because if you collect all the parts, you get a super ability, and it's an ability called Love Train, where it deflects all misfortune from you. So if, like, someone would try to shoot you with a gun, like, a kid somewhere in the world would be executed. Or like, like the misfortune would go away from him and into somebody else. And somebody else. Well, super. It's it's super weird when I say it like that, but like, then he runs the golden rotation, which is like the ultimate form of the spin, and he goes to Tusk Act Four, which can pierce through the dimensional barrier. It's just so cool. Like, it's such a hype part, and I cannot wait for it to be animated. Hopefully, better than Part Five, because I'm not a big fan of the animation of Part Five so far. Um, this, everything seems very rubbery, like, kind of, all the stands kind of move like they're rubber, instead of, like, very rigidly, and that, I don't know, that just, off puts me on some stands, like, some stands are better than others, like, but this, the way Black Sabbath was animated, I was like, this is weird, I'm not a huge fan. Is Black Sabbath the cat? No, Black Sabbath, uh, that's Stray Cat. That's actually a band.
1: Okay. (laughs) I thought, I thought one of them, like, there's, like,
0: a pink cat, and then there's, like, a black cat. Okay, so, pink cat. Uh, we're talking killer queen killer queen yeah killer queen that is the pink cat not really it looks like a cat but it's not really but it, yeah i didn't understand what it's a talking.
1: dude in snm uh black cat
0: was it just a cat i think it was just a cat well that's probably stray cat and okay. when it dies it's stand activates
1: okay so Let, let's talk about uh let's talk about uh how uh this show hates animals And kills them
0: all. No, I I actually, when I read, when someone explained it to me, it was perfect. Like, Hirohiko Araki's favorite animal is dogs. He loves dogs. And he said that anyone that is willing to kill a dog is a despicable human being. And so when when an antagonist kills a dog, it's like to show you that this person's a piece of crap. That he cares nothing about anyone else. And just set the stage, rather risk-free for the protagonist, that this person... Is just gonna kill them. That's their only goal. It's like advancing their own motives because animals are just lower than them. And I think that's like it's kind of it's kind of dark that he kills so many dogs in the show. But it's just like I mean, you watch... this is literally Judas' bizarre adventure, and like yeah. it passed through six dogs. I'm like, eh. Uh. <laughs> and you, you know that he makes fun of that show, but obviously he's watched like the entire thing. He would lo- he obviously loved that show. Because- oh yeah,
1: see that that's the best part. Like. You know... You can tell when he likes something When he likes that. something because that's when he actually does a thing over it. Yeah, it's like... Because he knows so jo- much yeah, about this. Yeah, JoJo, he obviously knows about. But, like, Kingdom Hearts, he obviously doesn't like. Yeah, like, Zelda, though? I oh, love we'll yeah. Zelda because, I mean, like... Yeah. Everything
0: he made in like Zelda. Like, My Hero Academia, though. Like, what, 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 what do you think of My Hero Academia, Josh? I... I think it's, like, the perfect I, I evolution... Re- I think it's the perfect evolution of Shonen.
1: Yes, because I, I, I was reading to a bit and then we got to, like, this tournament fight and I was just like... Yeah. I hate tournament fights and I, I understand that is a things. thing like, yeah. there must be a tournament because everything we're never gonna fight has a tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> can just, you imagine if there was it'd be really cool it'd probably season be, 8 part be, 8 is gonna be, it'd be the tournament very
0: it'd, be, it'd be very Yu hakusou it'd be very Wait, it would
1: take 13 seasons
0: it'd be more like it would circumvent your expectations of what it's about and okay. wouldn't it wouldn't be just a tournament fight, you know what I mean? It
1: it would be. See, some... that was that was the weirdest part in like Yu Yu Hakusho, where like there would be in the tournament, and then they would go off for like twenty episodes on some uh, random quest, tangent, yeah, random and then tangent. like they'd go back to the tournament and be like everyone's dead. They're all <laughs> dead. yeah. It's just like I like and they're like oh we were gone for so long, see, and you're like yeah.
0: I read I read a decent amount. All right. And then I got to a part where there's Gentle, who's a villain, and he can, like, can rubberize objects. He can even rubberize air. He's really cool. He was better than the main character. Or the kid who, like, could, like, make himself intangible, and he used it so well. I was like, this is the best character. And then crap happens to him, and he loses it. I'm like, wow, this is the stupidest show ever. And it's just like, I don't like Deku. I just don't like the main character. No, he's very whiny.
1: He, he cries he's a lot.
0: A lo- he cries a lot. But it's also just like,
1: I want to be the best superhero. It's like, great, kid. And that's his only motivation. He just wants to be a superhero. He, then, just, he wants to be like his his, his hero, All Might. Yeah, it's just, just like, like that, that's my problem. Be with, better than
0: All Might. That's one. Some of my problems with later JoJo antagonists, like a protagonist. Excuse me. Like I don't like Jorno, the one that's in Part Five right now. Because he just wants to be a gangster. And I said that purposely because they say that they don't say gangster. 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 Let's be real here. It's great, <laughs> um, but it's just like that's his only motivation. And same thing with Part Four. It's just like like the Johnny from part seven the paraplegic I love him because he has good motivations and he has cool character arcs and he's a good character but then, like Josuke is just a dude who wants to ha- save his town and Gyro wants to be a gang star and then Jolene's actually really cool because she cares about her dad and has conflicting emotions and character arcs is she part six she's part six and that one's gonna be really cool when it gets animated um, there, there was like fan stuff of that when it was being like people would post on YouTube like fan stuff like someone took Cruel Angel thesis ended an opening to part six when it was being drawn. Really? And it's super, good. I'll have to show you after this. Oh, it's super good. And it's just like, it was from 2008. We're not gonna see that till like 2021. And it's just like, JoJo fans are my favorite people because like, they might make memes that are sometimes really cringy or some people who go, Araki forgot, which is a meme that he always forgets something about a character's ability or a pre-established thing they can do and he never uses it again but rocky has memory problems like he even says that he's like one i could be really negative about this or two i could look at this positively and i will remember or reread things that i've never like if he forgets a book he'll reread it like for the first time and he'll be able to approach he said something he'll be approach any subject with fascination and with interest every single time and see that's that's a that's, that's a, cool yeah it's a, he's oh, rocky's really cool he has a he has a I'll, I'll say that in a second, but he, he rewrites every part of Jojo is different. Like every single one, part one's horror, part two's Indiana Jones, part three is around the world in 80 days, but you're trying to get to a
1: vampire in 30. Um, and then it's a murder mystery. That would be, the, that would be the best title for the book. Like around the world in 80 days, but you're trying to get to a vampire in 30. I want to, I want you to write that book. <laughs> that would well, just be
0: Jojo part six, part three, dude. Um, part four is a murder mystery. Part five is like a crime drama. Part six is like a prison drama. Parts. Uh, pa- part seven is Hidalgo. Part seven is Sadalgo with crazy abilities, and part eight is like is like this weird town that's like very strange, and it's all this weird stuff going on. And it's like Stranger Things. Every part rewrites itself, and that's that's the beauty of JoJo. Like I never feel like every single time I go into a new part, it feels like it's a whole new adventure. Whole new cast of characters, whole new interest, whole new abilities, whole new interactions between characters. There might be some shout-outs to old characters, but it's just like every part is so different. And a lot of shows could wish they had that variety. They wish they had it so they could retain retain it. But the thing is, you lose the main character that everyone cares so much about. No one cares about the main character in shows. Everyone cares about some side character. Guarantee it. I've never... Every single time I've talked to someone about my Herakidemia, guess who they don't say is their favorite character? Deku. Every single it's time. It's usually
1: like Bakugo or I whatever. freaking hate
0: Bakugo. Um, or the fire... He just yells a lot. Oh, He's, yeah,
1: fire and ice guy?
0: Yeah, I like him.
1: I mean. Torodoki.
0: Yeah, Torodoki. Everyone whatever. likes Torodoki more than anyone else. It's just like... Well, he has a sad, like, but he, history. But, but that is something you can get behind. Yeah. Deku's, I never had a quirk. Cry about it, kid. There's a lot of people who don't have quirks.
1: Yeah. It's like, you're not the only one there. Like, it, it's like 7% of the population or like, something like that. Like, where, where are these other 7 people? Why don't you go to regular school yeah. with
0: them And it's just like, and honestly, when you. The biggest fault for a lot of shows is when you think the main character and the main antagonist is better than the protagonist, that's when it's a bad show. That's when it's a bad show. It's when you like the protag, Like, I, that is when I can say I like part four a lot. Jotaro is still in Part Four, so it saves it. But Part Four, Yoshikage Kira is probably the best villain in any show I've ever watched because he's such—he's a serial killer, but he's written so well that he's creepy, as he should be.
1: As one would—one would hope a serial yeah, killer.
0: He—he's because he's obsessed with—he's obsessed with hands. Like he—he's kept all his fingernail clippings from like twenty years. He, When he kills a woman, he just keeps her hand and keeps it in a suit jacket and talks to it like it's his lover. Like you do. Yeah, and so it's like, that makes him strange. It makes him weird. And all he wants is a quiet life, to be left alone. He just wants a quiet life and kill bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you said that so calmly. Yeah, that's how you did it. He's okay, so supposed a quiet life and kill some girls, take their hands on a walk. Eat a subway sandwich <laughs> take, with her. Take pro- some hands. He on wants. A wall. He wants to eat a subway
1: sandwich with a hand cupping it and eat it. Someone needs to get him one of those, like those little, like hand things where you can put your phone on it, so yeah. he, it looks like you're taking a picture, like yeah. this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's that's good stuff. It's like, but he, but he also is killer queen, and like his parts are so good. And like that is that is like the perfect villain next to Dio. Dio is even great because like. He's despicable, but he's also charming. There's so, there is a charm to Dio. Like, like when you can do that, when you can make someone so hateable, but there is like there's something likable about that character. It's just like that is that is good. That is when it's really good. I mean, I guarantee most people who dislike most most of the time antagonists are there to
1: just fill, be a bad guy. Fulfill
0: fill, fill the end of the plot, and JoJo never is like that. Even Dio Bolo, who I don't like that much, but he has like multiple personality disorder that makes him super interesting but i just don't like his character that much but he's got king crimson my favorite stand um and so it's just like that that's when it's like but like even they're at its worst the villains are at their best so it's like and it's just like jojo is like a multifaceted, interesting show and i honestly can gush about it all day it's like it's if someone asks me what my favorite thing is i have a lot of favorites like favorite music favorite games favorite movies favorite this But if someone asks me my favorite thing, probably JoJo. Probably JoJo's my favorite thing. Because the manga's amazing. The sub of the anime is great. Even the dub's pretty serviceable. And then like, there's just tons of memes, tons of stuff about it. And like, you have people who make theories and it's just like, you could could pin stands against each other all day because they're so different. It's Mm -hmm. like if you took two shows and made characters fight, that's how different they are usually. And so, but that's always interesting to think how the mental gymnastics work who would get the upper hand who's smarter who would think about their stance in more interesting ways like so there's joe dio who can stop time for f- for about five seconds and then there's diavolo who can see the future 10 seconds ahead and can delete himself from five seconds so it's like if you would attack him it's like you would just do what you normally do but he wouldn't exist in that time frame he would just be five seconds somewhere else i'll explain it so he can see the future 10 seconds right and you will fulfill your destiny like a blind person. Like, you would just do what you would do in those five seconds. You would be out of consciousness, and then you'd come back into the talk. You just black out for five seconds. But then you would come back to when he comes back in. It's like you would stand, rush, or do a, lunch, a bunch of punches, and he wouldn't be there, and he'd be behind you when you come back to. Hmm. So he always has the upper hand. So, how do you beat him? You, you break the show and get a new ability. <laughs> Um, but that's what I love. That's like, the best way to do it. No, because he's so powerful. How do you beat him? You said the exact thing that everyone else has on their mind. How do you beat King Crimson? And I thought that too. It's like how? Do you, how in the world do you beat King Crimson? You can't beat King Crimson. That's why I like it so much. it's because it's like it says like there's never been a stand that powerful yet. They just like, you just can't. Is there beat a stand it. that can stop all other stands? Um. Uh, I'm gonna. Here's a here's a notation of spoiler alert. This is a big spoiler for part five. Okay. So there's what's called the stand arrow, that you could shoot somebody with, and if they survive it being pulled out, they get a stand, or they just perish from their own like conflict of will. So if you're fighting spirit strong, or the enough, fact that they got shot with an arrow. No, no, it's really not that. Oh, okay, uh, that's so Deus Ex Machina. Now we're cutting that out. Okay, I'm being real. Like you just cut that out. The the equation of them dying by the stand arrow. So they get shot if they're they're um they're fighting spirit strong enough. You pull it out, you got a stand or you die or you perish from your own conflict of will um so what happens if you shoot a stand with a stand arrow good question because the stand arrow chooses you if you're if your determination and strength like if you have a desire to do something so badly beyond anyone else it'll be drawn to you the stand arrow will come to you like magically come to you like kind of like aku stand arrow like it'll appear in like your piece of clothing and then you'll pierce your stand with it and you'll get a requiem stand that'll grant an ability that is perfect For achieving what you want. So like. um, John Pierre. Polar Neff. Wants to get the stand arrow away from Diavolo, The main antagonist. Because he's afraid what would happen if. King Crimson got pierced with the stand arrow. And he pierces Silver Chariot. And Silver Chariot Requiem. Is the perfect stand. For keeping the stand stand arrow away from people. What does he do? It's like. I haven't read it in a long time. And it's kind of convoluted. But it's like you can't even approach him unless like you do a certain action then you're permitted to approach him and then he's destroyed and you can get the stand arrow so it's like like you have to it's like this trick of light and you have to destroy this object behind you okay so it's like it's really interesting in the moment like jojo always is like that sounds lame but when you read it or watch it it always is fulfilling you're like oh that was really cool because they explain it in context so much better it's like metal gear If you read the Metal Gear Rocket, that's lame. This sounds lame. And when you play it, it's so much more fulfilled because there's build-up to the intense moments. There's fleshing out of characters. There's so much more that goes to the show than just what happens. Yeah. Um, And so, Giorno gets it. And his one desire is to, guess what? Beat freaking Davolo. So, he pierces it. He gets... His ability is called null and void. And so, he reverses all aggression done to him abilities or anything cannot be done to him okay so it just reverses you like if you punch him your just arm comes backward like nothing happens it just reverses the aggression his next ability is if he hits you you go into a death cycle you'll die you'll come back alive and then die you just keep <laughs> dying for eternity most powerful just because you can't do anything to him and he insta kills you and you die forever I don't think Diavolo deserved that second bit. But that first ability, what do you do? It's like Goku could even hurt him. No one could hurt him. And pissed me off, Josh. It was like the top ten most powerful characters in Shonen. Guess who was number one? Goku. Of course. Always Goku. No, it'd be Gorno because technically you can't even hurt him. I mean, what do you, what do, you do? You can't physically hurt the guy. Like, even if you wanted to, even like if he set a trap, like it would still be nullified. Like, was was there any JoJo at all on that list? That he was, like, number five. Giorno Giovanna with gold experience rec home was, like, number five. And then, like, Dio was, like, number ten. Because he's a vampire and has the world. Because technically, Jotaro can stop time, too. But he's not a vampire. Dio is. So Dio's very strong in his own right, let alone his stand. So, um, And then there's, like, Naruto. I freaking hate Naruto. And I just find Naruto lame. I don't like Naruto. And the whole show revolves around him, and he's not a likable character. No, he's Guess not. what? We're talking about lame motivations. Guess what Naruto wants? I want to be Hokage. There and you know. you're like,
1: but why? So I could show everybody that so was I mean can, to me growing so I up. Can,
0: so I can f- so I can fit into society. That's essentially it. Really? So sh- he can be liked. That's all I'll do. he's. He's Michael Scott. Yeah. He, he just wants to be liked. That's That's my current manager. All she wants to do is be liked. And even though she's not the greatest manager. But anyway, it's just. I mean, that's like, I mean, the Requiem stuff kind of breaks JoJo, and that's why I think he never talks about it again, because it never happens in part six. Like, I like the concept. I think it was just cool that he introduced it, so I can just theorize. I mean, like, because it's just like, what would happen to this stand? It's like, it doesn't really matter. If your motivation was the same motivation as someone else, and you Mm -hmm. had this great desire to do it, and you were passed by the standard, you'd probably, you're both pierced, you'd probably have the same ability, feasibly, because it's not about your stand. It's about your desire. And I think
1: that's cool. I think that's- who's, who's the main guy? Like, so, Jonathan is our first Joe star. Jonathan is the he. Main. He becomes a stand for who? No, no, no. He- well, I don't know. They look very similar. Jonathan? Jonathan
0: becomes a stand? Or is it Star Platinum from- It's Star Platinum, no, but he but looks just,
1: remarkably like yeah. Jonathan. So,
0: it's like, Jonathan actually is the symbol of justice through the entire show. He's there to, like, symbolize- a fighting spirit for justice Um, because he is like, that's his remarkable trait is he wants justice for the things that Dio's done. Um, And then part two is Joseph and he's just kind of in it to save the world. He is, he kind of gets roped into it and then he, I don't want to save the world, but but then he learns about his family history and he's willing to fight and destroy the vampires because he knows that's what he needs to do. And then, Part three is Jotaro, and he's in it to save his mom, but he's super Sundere. He's Sundere as F, and he's like, "I don't love you, mom." But then he turns around, like, "Are you okay, mom?" It's like,
1: Jotaro, you're a w-. He, he's Does like, he ever call her Baka? Because that would be amazing. No. It's Like I don't love you. I think I Baka. no. He's just cold. He's just really cold. Oh, okay. Like, kind of
0: like the uh, kind of like the rebel cold. You know, like those biker gang character colds. Gotcha. So he's Billy Idol. Yeah, and then so and then. He discovers his mom is sick because her stand is destroying her because her fighting spirit is that fighting spirit's not that strong. So he's they go on a trip to Egypt to kill Dio because he's activated all the family stands, um, and that's what's cool. And so he's like trying to save his mom, and even at his worst, he all he wants to do is save his mom. And then part four, like Josuke wants to protect his town because Yoshikaka is destroying it, which is pretty lame even Giorno's is better where he's trying to become a gangster to stop the drug crime and all this stuff in italy and then jolene wants to save her dad and to destroy enrico pucci because he killed almost kills jotaro and this was like every character has pretty decent motivations like and johnny wants to walk again i mean like that's so related i just want to walk and then he discovers the plot
1: to gather the corpse of jesus and then, like, gain that the fact, the fact he's, that the president of the United States wants to get yeah, all he, the pieces. He's, of got Jesus. A, he's
0: got scars on his back, that are The flag, it's the flag, dude. Freaking radical! It's freaking sick, yo. That's awesome. Yeah, it is great. Um, but it's just like, and then he, and then he discovers he wants to collect the corpse, and then he feels a sense of justice to stop it. And then part eight is just like, uh, now you thought part seven was confusing, like part eight it, it introduces equivalent exchange into jojo so so josh from part four and the main antagonist yoshikaka kira the remade versions the revamp versions they eat what's called the rakaka fruit which allows you to perform equivalent exchange like if you if your leg like you your leg was destroyed it was like you'd you get can... a new leg but you'd like lose your lower jaw okay it's like that's what happens to like a professional athlete who eats it but then like they fuse together like they become one person because Yoshikage Kira is dead, so it takes the entire life force of Yosuke, bringing him back to life to become one person. So they get a fusion stand. You get a fusion. You freaking got the dudes doing the dance and everything, uh, just like the girl and the dog and Full Metal, <laughs> Metal of the Brotherhood. I want that shirt, dude.
1: No, have you, have that's you seen so that? bad. Yeah, that's so bad. No, it's so good, dude. It's
0: great. I'm like, <laughs> oh man,
1: especially because how happy they look. They're like, yeah, yeah. It's like we're gonna. This will be fun. <laughs> and you're like, no, uh, it's not gonna be fun. I,
0: uh, my friend gets mad at me when I say that I can't get into Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because like I know it's establishing the lore of why the Philosopher's Stone is a bad deal, but it's just like it's so boring. <laughs> Getting like the first like six episodes, like I'm so bored right now.
1: Yeah, that's why it's like don't watch Full Male Alchemist. Full male Alchemist. No, full is ex- ma- I'm
0: watching Brotherhood too, and it's like, but that's the same thing. It's establishing yeah. it. But they, but they. Get
1: through it a lot
0: quicker oh, yeah. than the first. I just want to get to where they kill all the deadly sins and crap. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, that's uh, seven deadly sins. <laughs> uh, but there's not seven.
1: No, There's just... like
0: four of them. Yeah, there's like four. <laughs> um, but it's just like, and then so like it's him discovering like his mo- his mom like Yoshi Kira's mom, and then him developing a sense of justice to protect her, and like, and all the stuff about rock people like there's like it's just like an ancient people who can like turn into a rock and like go like essentially hibernate where they can go into a catatonic state for like six months but they're like and they can turn to rock it's weird but it's like well i mean like you do uh but the thing is they haven't like he hasn't done enough with it to like make it super interesting but at the same time i don't mind it because like there's some really cool encounters with it because it's like it seems like kind of like illuminati-esque like there's a secret organization trying to control the fruit like control the equivalent exchange because they're making tons of money off of it, and so they're like the secret shadowy unhuman organization with really crazy abilities, and they're trying to figure out who they are, what their what their objectives are, and and he changed how the abilities worked again. And I love it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite version of the abilities because you know what you have to have to use your ability. What? Either your stand has to touch you or I have to touch you or your stand for my stand to affect you. So, okay, so so now so we took of, like... It's we instead took, of, so instead of like ranges, like you still have range. Like if my ability could affect you for a certain... But I initially have, have to touch, touch, you touch you or your, your stand. stand. Yes.
1: Or my stand can touch you. Yeah, to affect you. Okay. It's super cool. It's like, it's... That's how simple... They should it, have like a ninja stand who just... Uh, that's Double Wah.
0: He should come out and just be like... Uh, okay. Double Wah is based on how fast you're breathing it creates a tornado...
1: Now, do, do, do they have to touch you each and every time? No, or no, like, no, If I've touched like, you, touch one. My
0: stand activates when I touch you. And then okay. some, some people have autonomous stands where, like, their ability activates on you and it just, you have to find and kill me. So, like, double wall, I touch you and every time you breathe, or the faster you breathe, it'll create a small little tornado that you have to escape because it hits you, it'll start cutting you apart. So it's like, you have to, like, manage your breathing, one, and evade it. And then try to find me and stop me. But that's, like, that's interesting though, it's like, so I have an autonomous stand that's gonna kill you, so you have to hunt me down. Yeah. So it's like, it's, that's what JoJo is It's like, JoJo always has this arc of who's the stand user and how do I kill him? And it's just like, I for a long time before I read part six, it's like the perfect ability would be for you to lose like five seconds of your memory. So like, you're fighting me, I make you lose five seconds. So you like, have to think about what happened and if I'm the stand user. Because if you forgot I was the stand user, I have all the advantage right you can't do anything to me because you don't know if I'm the stand user or not yeah or if I'm the most flamboyantly dressed person in the room obviously I'm probably the stand user but anyway
1: it's like I'm wearing leather I'm wearing I, I'm wearing leather pants with a mesh I'm, top
0: I'm posing dramatically in yeah the it's three, like, and you're like who's that this may guy? be him <laughs> and for all the viewers at home who couldn't he see to- yeah he totally t- posed <laughs> um cause
1: like I, was, I like when you see, when you said who's this guy and he did a turnaround to it was like that's perfect <laughs> it's like I uh
0: I was wa- watching somebody watch part 5 he's like it was okay when everyone's ripped now they're all doing poses in their skin and it's kind of like gay I'm like well, but because Jojo's always kind of like strayed masculinity and like for a while there it's like it doesn't bother me because all the characters are doing it with such conviction like it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if they're straight dudes posing so dramatically that it looks like they're, it's like they're in such a strange pose you're like but it's so cool like it's so stylized and so interesting, like every single thing, like it's based off. You know, the, those poses are actual references, right? Like there's a pose that's like a Freddie Mercury pose, or like fashion poses. Like everything Iraqi is done is referential, but it's like at the same time that makes it so enjoyable. Like here, seeing like hearing Black Sabbath or or, or freaking Dio itself, or there's just like. King Crimson, like and it helps you discover new music actually. Like I actually didn't know I liked King Crimson until I heard the like, Stand King Crimson. I'm like, okay, I know that's a reference to a band, so I listened to it and it's like super prog rock. Like okay. it is it is like super prog rock, but there's like some songs like The Court of the Crimson King is a super cool song. And like I swear everyone else among the community swears that when a Rocky wrote that song, it was to perfectly match the temple of the song. It's like the reveal of King Crimson. Was to fit the song. Like, if you, if, like, in the show, like, if you put it side, like, the music in the background, it'd be perfect. I bet someone's done that. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone's done it to the video games where King Crimson shows up and wrecks you. (laughs) Um, Because King Crimson, like, uh, "Ah, it's already been in the show. So I'm not worried about this. Like, so a character's trying to protect Triss, which is his daughter. And then he's trying to kill his daughter because it's the only thing that could identify him so he's trying to kill his daughter so he can be no one would know it's him he like no one knows the boss He only know like his sir like his surrogates like tell you what to do that he wants you to do but no one's seen him but everyone's terrified of him because he's king crimson obviously he's very powerful and so like bruno's trying to protect tris and he attacks the boss and then he's behind him and like literally <laughs> chops him in half like down here like down his chest and then slams his fist through his chest. Bruno makes it to the end of the show, though. Freaking radical, dude! He's freaking messed up. <laughs> it's just like, but that's just like because because Bruno up until that point is probably the strongest member of the group because he's like, have you seen his ability? He can create zippers on any surface.
1: Oh, he's the zipper guy. Okay, he's, I, I've seen I've seen like yeah, you know like anime gifts. Oh and my stuff.
0: gosh, everyone like loves him. Like one dude like exports the guy who talks online all about jojo and he's like his favorite stand is zipper is uh it's actually sticky fingers not zipper man (laughs) but so like it's just like that's such a cool ability and he can you can do so much with that he can make pocket dimensions in himself he can do all this stuff but like he comes off so competently he wins a whole fight and it's like one of
1: the the black uh the uh grateful dead and the beach boys fight is so good are the Beach Boys, are those those three dudes on that ship that do that super cool dance pose thing? No, okay. Who to, are those guys? Because okay, those that's guys are dope. Okay, Fug- I, I that's that. Mista,
0: Fuga, and uh, Naren And they have Aerosmith to Naren You have Purple Haze to Fugo. And you have Sex Pistols to Mista. Mista's my boy. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> um, And so they do the dance, but then the Beach Boys is this pineapple-looking dude who has a, if you saw him, you know what I mean. And he has, it's a fishing rod but he can latently lay the line in an object. And it can go through objects, like the line can go through objects. So let's say like there's a light switch. He could latently lay the hook in there. So if you flip the light switch, it would hook into you. And then it starts going up your veins and he's like reeling in, he's like fishing. And if it gets to your heart, he can yank it and kill you. Damn. So he beats him by like disassembling his entire body and stopping his heart. And then he like comes back and kicks his ass but it's just like that that is why bruno's like you know bruno can stop anybody like bruno's so freaking good you know he can beat anybody and then king crimson just comes out of nowhere and just seeing like obliterates him that's like, in like two seconds And you're like this is like the most powerful stand you've seen in the entire show you know like that's that's like that is why the weight of jojo is so good like because characters don't just get like like, in a lot of shows, like, you get punched you get hit, and it's like, oh, it's no big deal. But in JoJo, like, characters are getting, like, cut apart, or, like, as soon as the stand rush hits, it's over. As soon as you get, like, uh, as soon as they do the mood, or, 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 it's over. The fight's over, because there's no way they can come back from that. And there's that weight in the combat. It's super satisfying. Sure, the fight's, like, I can get my leg cut apart, but I can still stand on it. It's like, yeah, but that's in everything. That's yeah. not just the fault of JoJo, because everyone has willpower, like, anime's deus ex Machina. gohan
1: broke his, had his arm shattered and was still able to like super
0: kamehameha <laughs> hey man the cell fight's about where everyone should stop and
1: yeah like after the cell fight you're just like done that's well where, majin that's Buu's where not as cool no majin and, Buu was bad
0: and like sure he's super powerful but it's like there's always go go, go go freaking like ultra instinct and they're still trying to struggle to make it fights hard for him it's like he's literally beating a god
1: and now you're throwing other Saiyans that are just like infinitely more powerful. Like, what's the what the hell is going on in the show? Yeah, I I've not watched like no, the no super what? stuff because I'm just like
0: Because I honestly I think they're just they're desperate at this point
1: Yeah, like, they're trying to make money. And it's like they're desperate
0: like, hey. to keep this fan base that it loves the original Z. And I think like there's some decent bits like I like Tien.
1: And I know you like I like my boy Yamcha nobody I know, else does
0: i i, I know you like the yamcha i like tian because he's just a dude
1: exactly like, he's, that's the, why, biggest, that's, that's, he's that's, the biggest tryhard in the entire freaking, that's why i love yamcha because i'm just like he's guys just a, he's just a man like
0: <laughs> yeah and like tian holds down cell for a long freaking time
1: that's what's cool and like, yamcha made a crater yeah it's like that's that's cool man like i like that like I will say, that is one thing that Dragon Ball Z does. They do put weight on things. Oh, yeah. Because like, they'll kill. But, I mean, it's also one of those where we're like, well, that person's probably going to come back in like the end of the season yeah. because
0: yeah, that's because, what happened. But because, at the time,
1: they're just like, oh, no, he's dead. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah.
0: It's just like, I, I can re- I like that aspect of it. It's just, I, I mean, I think there's good things to all shows. I think there's an aspect of all shows that can be good. But it's just like when there's multiple aspects that culminate into a show being great it's like i said this a long time there's a difference between something being great and something being fun like i i don't necessarily say that Gren legan is the best show ever made but boy howdy is it hype and fun as crap yes it is so hype it is like honestly if someone's like if you don't feel anything during the anti-spiral fight or everyone dying up to that point and like, oh god! When
1: everybody dies when, at the end the, of *Gurren Lagann*, when, when, you're just like when the
0: blonde haired dude, oh. the blonde dude, like sacrifices himself. It's like you feel that because there's like, because it's so hype. And I'm like, this trailer is my soul. You're like, yes. There's like something that wait. And Spoiler
1: like Spoiler for *Gurren Logan. Uh, freaking yeah, Like go. all of the members of <laughs> Team Dekarinta.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, do you watch *Kill a Kill*? No. Okay. Don't it's watch it's it. it's
1: in the it's in the thing. It it seems very it's Grant lincoln again okay.
0: no 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 joke like every trigger show i've ever watched is the same show
1: well see it's weird, have you watched
0: like... space patrol lucolo no Tr- watch that it's only like every minute every episode six minutes trigger is like... trigger is so weird with their stuff because there's the plot twist there's always a plot twist where the antagonists are actually the good guys the initial and then there's a bigger antagonist yeah and that the that the, the bad guys at the beginning you thought w- are actually trying to stop them that's a plot twist in every single show.
1: Well, it, it's weird because like it doesn't really go like that in SSX Gridman, which is like their newest yeah. show. Because well, like, sure, like, they, they to... were like, let's wipe our hands off of Darling and the Franks. And then they're like, uh, Gridman. Because, I mean, Kill a Kill and Gurren, are going to know the same
0: show. So Space Patrol
1: Lucolo has the same plot
0: beats, too. And it's just like, I mean, honestly, if I was going to recommend one, it'd probably be Space Patrol Lucolo because it's just about a little girl trying to find love and it's cute. Um, and it's quick you can watch it you can watch it in an hour but then there's oh also- yeah
1: that, that's the one where it was like a it was like a web series so yeah. they're only like it was five minutes really, it's really good it's really well animated it's cute
0: and but then you help, then you got Gurren Legion which is like if you want a full length show like but I'm a mech man like I like mechs like what breaks my heart about video games is that there's no good mech games no. but it's like like Me- uh, and also Gren Lagan's hype is crap. I like the I like Grell Legan because the drills are super interesting. It's not it's not like every other mech like I got a laser sword. I'm freaking Gundam boy. Yeah,
1: I'm have, you like- spe-
0: yeah. Z- have you seen Gundam Thunderbolt? No. We should watch that. I have it. I have the Blu-ray of Gundam Thunderbolt. Season like the first movie because they're movies. They're shows in Japan, but we get the movies. You're not really missing much watching the shows, but like it's like the main character is actually a Zod. Like, yeah, the main anti- the antagonist of the original series is the main character. You like him better than the Gundam pilot, because huh. you know what I like better than Gundams. You know what I like better Zaku's. Zaku's
1: yeah. are better. Well, dude, it's like uh, cool. the cool. The,
0: the eye is the so eye. cool.
1: Well, it's it's one of those like my favorite character. That's a
0: controversial opinion. I'm gonna
1: get. A flame oh no! For that. Are you ready for this one? I I got your beat. My favorite character in Gundam Wing was trace Cushranada. I, absol- yes, I, I absolutely yes I absolutely loved him man he was the best I mean Dude, like he's just he's like got, he's got heavy gear exactly I'm I'm sitting Come here I'm just on. like I'm like plus that tall geese when he gets that freaking sniper rifle I'm like that thing's a ba mother and he's yeah. just like oh Trace... Yeah. Well, uh, and like, then freaking Wu Fei or whatever Wu Tang like, or whatever the hell his no, name Wufei is. No, is just angsty. I hate Sims. Oh uh, uh, god, he's so bad.
0: It's like oh yeah, he does. Oh Trace does pilot Togies. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, like Trace is less, like he, like he's such like the aim, emo character, but like I like how cool he is. Oh yeah,
1: he's super cool. It's
0: like it's like hero but less angsty. <laughs> like that's why I like Trace. But it's just, I love Heavy Gear. Like it's the most practical of all the Gundams. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like. No, well, geez, he's got he's got ammo it's like yeah freaking everyone's got energy weapons what, what is the reactor core gonna work like i played i've played armored core right and i i i've known how to manage ammo counts and <laughs> reactor power and both are totally viable options for long-range missions and it's just like i like gundam like gundam wing is cool it's just like i'm re-watching endless waltz and i forget what the line is but when they're talking about the stuff coming into the atmosphere it was so freaking funny oh man and that ps1 meteor uh, meteor is so oh pretty. my god that PS uh and the, uh, watching freaking <laughs> i love seeing like old graphics like watching cowboy bebop and you got the mode seven earth like <laughs> mars it's so good
1: <laughs> dude, did you go to the to the Gundam Wing thing with us yes I did yeah no, you Gundam, were at the Gundam Wing I was oh with my gosh and I was there for the... The, that was the best dub I've ever seen like, like still like it's they're so they're coming in the
0: atmosphere it's like whoa dude <laughs> it's like man dude you just pulled some random surfer guy off the street I did I uh, would yeah. I would like I would love to do like I don't know if I. Oh, what was it like uh, I g- love doing my heavy, boisterous like space marine voice because it's like yes, we shall embark in a glorious battle, friend. I would love the character to character voice like that because that'd be hilarious. Like oh man, like it's that's no, that's just Armstrong from freaking from. <laughs> I love Armstrong. I always thought he was such a stupid character when I was a kid. but now I'm an adult, seeing Armstrong just like freaking just he is such a freaking great character. See,
1: it's 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 one of those where it's like. In, in Full Metal Alchemist, like Ed and Al, they're there. Yeah. But the majority of the story is all of the secondary. Everyone characters.
0: likes Roy better than.
1: Like Hav- everyone loves Roy. Like I love uh Havoc. <laughs> Havoc is my favorite character. Dude, you just like Havoc. When he gets the wheelchair later. Oh, but like, like it's weird. Like He's my favorite. He's just the doting dad. The doting dad character is always like the best. No, not Maze. I oh. love Maze. Okay. Maze, okay. and when he died, Havoc, I broke Havoc. Oh, He's my. the. Uh, did you watch the first full metal alchemist?
0: I, I, I know enough. If you, he's,
1: he's the one who always has the cigarette in his mouth, blonde haired dude. Oh yeah. Uh, he gets paralyzed. So he's in a wheelchair. Um, in the, in the original, in the original series, there was an episode that was just the military people. It was one whole episode, two parts. And it was, just the dudes in the military. Yeah, and that was it. So
0: like, so Ed, and there Ed was an is ep- like a, Ed is a part of the military, but he's like a freelance dude.
1: Yeah, you? it's weird. He's like he's it's a like state not, alchemist. He's not, you
0: know, he's not. Well, he's like five. Yeah, he's yeah, but he's better than half the people in the show. Yeah. Like honestly, like if Roy and Ed would fight, they'd probably well they be, they, be, they did, but it's a, it'd be a stand stalemate because they're both super competent alchemists. Except Roy only has one dick. Dick. Yeah, he's just like. It's like, and then, but then like the reason why I like Ed because he's adaptable. I like him because he's intelligent. Like I like the, I don't like, I like the smart character in shows because usually, because usually I think they're underappreciated. Like my favorite video game of all time is Xenoblade Chronicles and Shulk is the smart character and he's the main character. And that is like the person who's leading the Nobody away. likes Shulk. <laughs> the person who's, no one likes Shulk, but I think he, he's very much like Harry Potter. He's the ultimate good. He would never do something wrong to justify the ends over the means. But that's not Harry Potter. But I don't
1: know. because he would do that.
0: <laughs> no, no. Harry wouldn't like Harry. Yeah, was, he would. He didn't use he didn't use the resurrection stone when he fought.
1: He dropped it, dude. He refused to use it because that just like. Yeah, I guess he. But he but, also yeah, he but, did, did he did cut up Draco in a men's room though, or women's room. But so the, but he freaking didn't kill him like you know like was well, it, he just because he don't kill anybody. he's like I shot him in the leg, but he's not dead.
0: It's like, but at the same time, it's just like, like, at the same, like, Harry might have done some questionable things, but he's not going to do something truly evil. Like, it's like, if you, if this bus crashes, uh, freaking Voldemort would die. And he's like, yeah, let's crash the bus. Yeah. It's, he'd find another way. Like, he'd find a better way to solve the problem. And he would let you know that his parents died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Hannah, Hannah's not going to like this podcast. Um, but it's just Oh like, yeah, that's right. She does love Harry. <laughs> Yeah, she lo- she Hannah says Harry's the best character, and she like I mean like at the end of the day who can who can judge what character you like, and it's the same thing with Ryan like Ryan is the best friend character, but he's such a he's such a lovable kind of oath, but he's so dedicated to protect Shulk. I mean that's a lovable attribute like all he wants to do is protect his friend and be by his side the entire journey, and like yeah, there, there's no a- there's no fault with that character. No, not at all. That's like it's like every character has like a trope, like fiora dies at the beginning like the main and like and that's not even a spoiler because she dies so soon like so eris t- two dies but she comes back later and that's a big spoiler though um but at the same time it's just like when she dies and he like the main the dude who does shulk's voice acting is man you're like a 10 on 10 if you ever listen to this podcast i i adore you because you have made one of my favorite video game characters ever with just your voice but it's just his scream for fiora when she dies is just like you, you feel that so deep in your gut that like you want the vengeance too, not just not just like shulk wants vengeance you want it too because like that was such like a meaningful cry of despair and it's like, man i love good storytelling gosh that is my favorite thing is when someone like can evoke a meaningful emotion through just like a character saying something or like a character being insightful or yeah. deep this is like that doesn't feel contrived or shoehorned in for the sake of it being there when it's actually like when the writer really meant for you to gain something or feel something in a moment. Not just like that's when it's truly meaningful. I, I played a video game called, what was it called? Oh, Rock-A-Win. Don't play that game. <laughs> Don't play that game. Don't play it. Uh, because, at one, I it's very emotional because it's about a child in a hospital who has cancer. Uh, and it's about his mom reading a story and they go to Rockowin, where it's like this land and he dies at the end. <sighs> he dies of cancer, uh, but it's about like this journey through the land of like making everyone's life in the hospital better through his like own experience. And then like, and then, and it's just like his dad dying during the earthquake in Japan. And he's one of the few people who stayed in the reactor to stop it from melting down but died who died and so it's like sue but it's like it, it, sometimes it feels contrived like you're trying to evoke a, a feeling of loss from me because one you're dealing with cancer so it's easy easy shot it's an easy shot to make me feel really sad and sorrowful for a child who should never have to deal with that and but at the same time it's just like it handles it so well i give it a pass because like there's a lot of talk about heroes and you know, at the very end of the game, he says, mom, you're my hero. And it's like guts me every single time. Every single time I think about that scene, it guts me because it's, it builds it so tastefully. Um, cause there's a lot of, sometimes you play as the mom trying to protect her son from the feel like this character comes at night and talks to the little boy and it's himself. And it's mm-hmm. just like despair. And so it's like, it does it so well to emphasize different emotions that this child is feeling. Instead of just being like, I'm a kid in cancer, and I'm going to die. It's like, oh, that's sad.
1: Well, it's, it's kind of like um, we got to see um, Modest Heroes for yeah. the animation is film thing. Um, and there's a part in that where... Like, it's, it's three short films. Yeah. Like, one's like, we're going to do stylize here. Yeah. And then we're going to, like, so this is all the stuff we can do with water, basically. Yeah. And then there's one where they're like, this is the one we're going to tell you about story and how we can write a story. Okay. It was all Studio Panak, which is a bunch of people that left Ghibli um, when uh, Miyazaki was like, I'm done. They were like, deuces, we're out. And they started a new yeah. studio.
0: I mean, fair enough. Like, they need to do their own thing. They love animation. Yeah. Exactly. And
1: then the third one is, okay, we took the visuals... From the first one and the story from the second one. And we combine them. And here's the third one. So the second one is... It's about a little boy who is allergic to eggs in Japan. Where where everything... Eggs are a big staple of the diet. So it starts off like, he's born. And they're like, oh, yay. And then, like, formula. It's like, allergic. So then it's this mom. Basically, They there's, like, this it's only like 10 minutes long. Yeah. So there's this good chunk of the film where it's like him growing up, just be like, no, you can't have that. No, you can't have that. Or it's like, he'll eat something like, Oh, this has eggs in it now. Are you kidding me? And then like a whole big thing, like he goes to a birthday party, has cake, eggs. Yeah. And so like this whole entire thing. And like, you feel so like he's cheated. Yes. Like, and like... you're just like, Oh my gosh, it, it brings out a lot of emotion. And then, like, he goes... he's and Because his mom wants to be a dancer. Yeah. And so she's trying to live her life dancing, yeah. but she's having to take care of this kid. Where normally, she would just be like, all right, kid, be on your own. Yeah. I mean, not, like, be on your own, but, like, you can kind of take care of yourself. Because you don't have to watch, watch what you she's trying to be a eat. good mom at the same exactly. time. Exactly. So, like, there's a part where she's, like, she's at this big audition and everything, and he's watching her. And, like, there's these cookies on the table. Yeah. And he goes to reach for this cookie and like is about to go eat it and she like has to like run through during the audition. It's like stop you can't eat that and he's just like oh yeah there's probably cookie I mean there's probably yeah. eggs in that and it's like this whole big thing and like, it's feel,
0: because I watched
1: something where it's just so good and it, 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 it's yeah it's it's very you know heart because you're just like oh my goodness that, that reminds me of a video I watched where like someone was
0: talking about like when we feel emotions in a movie or something we're watching it's like he had a decent point. I don't think he's. This is true for everything, but when you feel a sense of injustice, like, yeah, she's like she's being a good mom and trying to do her own thing. So there's a sense of injustice when her son has to be taken so cared of, exactly. or her son like is just naturally
1: allergic to something, where it being everything, mm-hmm. it's like and like because because you get it from both fronts. Yeah, you get it from like the mom, mom who's like, man, I gotta take care but of my son. But she is trying to be a good mom. Exactly, and then then you, then you her have her it from life. the kid too, and he's just like. This sucks. Like he can't do anything. Yeah. Like
0: he can't have anything, any sweets because ninety five besides chocolate, but Japanese
1: chocolate's so different than American. Exactly. chocolate. Exactly. It's like yeah, ours isn't like they don't have wax chocolate like we do. Yeah, but who cares? Um, man, it's freaking great. Have yeah. you had a hug? Hugs? <laughs> hugs are delicious. I love freaking I love hugs, hugs. Are t- uh, my highest tier. See, it's weird. Like our white chocolate is better than like. Most regular chocolate, yeah. Our our regular chocolate here, but but when you have white chocolate, because my my grandma would get white chocolate from Spain, yeah, because oh. like she would have it imported over because she was from Spain yeah. and so she would have it, and we would have like white chocolate yeah. that was from Spain, and it's like. This is the most delicious thing I've because it's ever just, it's had. It's just the
0: byproduct of fat from the actual processing of chocolate, and you're just like, oh, yeah. it's
1: so, oh. it's so good. Like oh, yeah. chocolate's so much better. Um, oh yeah. But, but anyway,
0: <laughs> but they have, like mass producing something, anything is gonna, like besides artisan. Like artisan is always going to be better than mass produced. But it's like we got some pretty fire mass produced chocolate for like for what it is. It's pretty dang good.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I mean, like like a Rocher now. It's like. The fact that you know, you know, what blew my mind? Yeah. That I just like I found out, like, maybe like two months ago. You know the like the chocolate that is in a Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. That's not chocolate. Yeah, it's just uh. It's Nutella. Yeah. And I'm just like me a video I she was I, the, trying to remake it. And it was that like Nutella. oh yeah yeah that's where I learned it and like, <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, that's freaking Nutella. It's like, well, like I, I love I, Nutella. I don't, I, I, I've never had Nutella except in a Ferrero
0: Rocher. N- Nutella. The problem with Nutella is like it ages so quickly and then the oil separates like, like peanut butter right okay so you gotta like
1: eat it right really quick right oh, yeah
0: because then the hazelnut the hazelnut like oil is so bitter so it's like it's not sweet so bitter so it's like you have to eat it quick but well, they like, have those like those Nutella but peanut like butter, little peanut little butter peanut thing butter reincorporates things. super easily you just yeah. whip peanut butter it's just, and it's like and peanut butter's great but like oil from hazelnut going back into Nutella is super
1: hard and so it's just not as
0: good like, you have to eat it quick, but who wants to eat that much Nutella? Like,
1: what do you eat Nutella well, on? Well, that, that's why you get the little Nutella little oh, yeah, cup thing. Yeah,
0: that, I mean, that's fair. Like, if yeah. someone ate just those and like, I like Nutella, like, that's the way to do it. And instead of having the huge jars. Like, what do you even put it on? Like, graham crackers?
1: I guess. I mean, it's less like, like, what would you put peanut butter on, you know? Bread. You,
0: but, like, you, don't, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't you mean, put that. a sweet spread, like, besides
1: jam on bread, though. I guess you could put it on toast. It wouldn't be bad on toast. It wouldn't be bad on toast. Be like, be or, bad. or like a like, one of those... Egg uh, eggo waffles yeah. would be pretty good well, that should probably be pretty good like yeah. have you ever had
0: peanut butter on a freaking pancake
1: I've never had peanut butter on a pancake have
0: you had it on french toast
1: no Wow. you should try that it's good see i i'm i'm weird when it I comes to like french toast i don't french like toast. boomerang
0: because boomerang's kind of i is kind of crap and i'm not saying i work there or not but it's like i just eaten there so much just, i've gotten tired of it nothing yeah. against boomerang it's just i'm tired of the food i've eaten it so much it's like I ate grilled chicken sandwiches pretty much every day because it's like the only thing I like. But they got good pancakes and good French toast. That's the only thing I'll endorse. And so it's like, if someone's like,
1: if you put some peanut butter on there,
0: good stuff, good
1: stuff. You should go to Beverly's. Never heard of it. It's a uh, it's 24-hour... Breakfast? Uh, Well, it's just a 24-hour diner. That's like right over here yeah. on Expressway. Huh. It's open 24 hours and it's the best. Um, like I think I've taken Hannah there, maybe like... One or I like how two this is a we turned into a food podcast. You know, podcast. Uh, like like no, like we said on all of our episodes, the tangents. No,
0: like as Corey Spaz Kid once said, tangents evolve, and that's the point of a podcast. Exactly. And I, I mean, I I can understand someone who wants a really focused podcast, right?
1: But usually, I those f- get boring because like that's like our fir- our <gasps> original episodes. were just like we are only going to talk about yeah, this thing. I I and I, they're not really they don't really they, hold don't bite up well. don't but into
0: you because like for me when i listen to a podcast i want it to be a conversation i want to feel like i'm part of sitting in a room as people talk about things they enjoy like we've we've, we've gone through like a million subjects today and that is this is why i wanted i, I did not want like yeah it, this is why i wanted you on here yeah like i love i love podcasts like jojo i love jojo and we have talked about plenty like about all i can before like if you watched the show we could gush about certain parts you liked yeah but that doesn't bother me that we couldn't like you know like I love and, it's like,
1: and I, I want to it's it's on the list uh, of yeah. stuff that I need do you, but I mean I, and I'm there's glad it so enjoyed much it. going like, on it,
0: yeah so like, I usually when I usually very very rarely go you should try this because usually I take into account what someone likes like my friend Tyler like we play video games all the time and I know what he likes in a game and I know what I like in a game and if I play a game I'm ooh that was a really good game I'd be walking on eggshells to go Tyler play this game because usually like I don't recommend games to people because most of the time, I don't know what you like. I don't know if you're gonna like it. And I don't like when someone goes, I did not like that game. It doesn't hurt me. It's just like, I just wish you could have liked it like I could so we could talk about it. And so very rarely would I be like, you should try this. And so when, JoJo's like my favorite thing. And so when I go, you should try this, please just try it once and get through part one. Cause a lot of people struggle through part one, but part two is so much better. But it's like, if you can, if you can get the whiff of what it's about, in part one, then you're gonna really enjoy it because like part one you get the campiness you get some of these wacky elements and it's weird like uh, B- jack the ripper exploding out of a horse with knives all over his body. He's freaking radical and it's like what the hell is going on but it's great like that's just that's what jojo is you gotta accept that oh, and it's just like that is when it sets the tone of what's going to happen yeah and usually if i i just don't like when people don't like what i like it's like i love to enjoy something with someone and talk about this Is gush over something for hours and hours and hours because that's what I like. Like talking with my friends is, I could drive my friend Andre home after we played a bunch of board games and talk about video games to like one in the morning and I drove him home at nine o'clock. And that is just something I, I truly cherish and having someone enjoy what I like is so we can just enjoy the conversation that comes from meeting someone of your own mindedness.
1: I agree. Yeah. And this was fun. Yeah. Well, Ugh. I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, no, oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> uh, we kind of got We have a... There's a couple bits of news. Um, first off, uh, there was a new poster, and I think there was a trailer for Toy Story 4. Oh,
0: yeah. Um,
1: I I don't really care. Yeah, it was one of those, you like, we're going to do it for to- the show.
0: I don't know why they made... I don't know why Like, came into their minds. Like, Toy Story 4 would be a good idea. No, well, you know, like you do. Toy you Story 3 wasn't even that great. Yeah. Toy Story 2 is about as good as it gets
1: though
0: yeah about as good as Pixar movies get Toy Story 2 is up there
1: yeah I like Toy Story 2 like
0: of the Toy Story movies Toy Story 1 is still like the conflict between Buzz and Woody is so long but then Toy Story 2 like that's already done and you got the stupid Zerg fights and you got like Stinky Pete who's just like comes out of nowhere but it's like
1: the show like it doesn't it builds it so well yeah it's just that is a really good movie um Leline's Curse is now uh we, we did a uh, it's a webtoon. Okay. Uh we did a, an interview with the artist uh and creator. She she came on. She's from Spain. Okay. So like the the comic is based in Spain. Okay. And so I uh, about Cat
0: Noir is based
1: it's exactly. written by friends people and it's in France. Exactly. Um so like this like uh she was featured and it just came back. So everybody can go watch. uh I think the first three chapters are out right now yeah. and and a prologue chapter so you can go and you can uh read all of those absolutely fantastic it's on webtoon which is absolutely free okay. so line if you want to sponsor us holler <laughs> um, uh, also room of swords which is another webtoon okay. they were on last week they were last week's episode um their season just started again so season two is now up so you can go read room of swords as well um What else was there? What else was there? Uh, Oh, yeah. If you uh, want to... We we have our sister podcast, which is HILP Radio. Um, Congratulations to Liam and Brittany. They are having their second child. Oh, nice. Yes, so congrats to you guys. Never Um, met you guys. Congratulations. They're great. They're great. They love... They do a a whole thing. uh, Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel. So two of the two things that I'm like... Hey, there's there the things I'm very meh, um. yeah, <laughs> um, so uh, but yeah, they're having a second but, baby, yeah. Oh, um, really cool. I'm gonna be the godfather, hopefully. Well, we, we can we can well pray. talk about
0: it in your podcast enough, and they're exactly. probably like, well, we kind of exactly to, now they this. have to. <laughs>
1: um, then uh, one of our other friends we've done an episode with them, um, the Not Joanna Eggs podcast, which is a rescuers down under reference that they used for their podcast, okay. Um. So the not long time since I've watched that. I know, right? It's been like, and the fact that they were like, we're gonna go ahead because they wanted to be Animation Station. Yeah, but you stole it. But yeah, we were. You sniped it first. first. Um, but yeah, so they had this whole like they wanted to be Animation Station, but you know, obviously we're like, no, no, we didn't go anything like that. Um, but they reached out to us and we did an episode with them over uh the Black Cauldron, and uh the Day of the Crows. Man, Black
0: Cauldron. That's a long time since I've seen. It. It's a I fantastic. I've movie. seen bits and pieces, but I can recognize it being pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I. Was, that, I was still that Disney? Look,
1: it was Disney. Yeah. But it that was, was
0: that was the year that was the age of the rotoscoping. Yeah, that's Disney.
1: when they were like, we're gonna tank everything, and they're gonna put we're gonna put 3D elements in there it, like what more did we, what elements.
0: Me and Hannah, we were watching. What was it? it was Robin Hood? It was Jungle Book. There was another one that we saw. and they all have the same. There was one that we were we saw recently that was like that's oh, it was uh, Sword in the Stone. All those have the same art
1: style. Yeah, well they all they also use the exact same dance animation. Dance they, animations, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Like that blew my mind when some pointed out. I was like, oh my gosh. Just watch Robin Hood. It's the best one.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jungle Book. You can skip. Like oh, you're not you're not oh gosh, ever gonna like, miss anything. It's, if only you miss the only people like book. that
0: is because of the music, and the music's not even that good.
1: No, because they always like the
0: uh... Robin Hood's got Robin Hood's just about as perfect as it gets for that age. Because it's just like it's based off a good story. All the characters are good. Robin's really enjoyable. The female character is really strong and really enjoyable. It's just this is just a solid. there's
1: blind mice.
0: Oh yeah, they win. They're Kawaii Desu. Hey Josh, I could have thrown a lot more. You Japanese. could have thrown a lot more, like Yoda, Yoda does it, or <laughs> no. the world, though. Or we could have F. went dice no backing and no bites a dust, though. And now oh, we're going to. Koshiwa
1: yugeki desu. No, we're gonna we're gonna have to end it now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. The not Joanna eggs. They did an episode on uh, uh, Big Fish and Begonia, which is like came out like 2016, yeah. But it's like China's first like big animated oh, project. Okay. okay. Um, and it was, uh, a lot of the animation and stuff was done by the people that did Avatar. Okay. So the same, oh, that like, animation show. company yeah, did that did Avatar did a lot of the stuff for okay. Big Fish and Begonia. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Because they're good. Yeah. So I'm just like, nope. well, I mean, I mean, not not Avatar, it did more Korra. Yeah, but not, the, not, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's still
0: the same studio, but at the same time, like, they got quality animation. If there's not one thing I will say bad about Avatar is the quality of animation. Yes. Voice acting in characters is when I call in the question. Hey, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. Who? Uh,
0: freaking, uh... I'm talking about my boy Sokka. Oh, no, Sokka's good. Okay, thank so- you. Okay. Sokka has good arcs. Sokka yes. has good arcs. Aang... Aang is there. Aang, yeah, exactly. It's, like, Ta- it's Avatar I mean, The Last Airbender. I'm like, so- Aang's there. What
1: is What's her name? Uh, Oh, God, what is her name? But you know Katara. Exact,
0: Katara, uh, she's false flat.
1: But I mean, well, that's just the T- way T- her character T- T- is written. Tough and yeah, Toph and Sokka are like the was, best. Yeah, yeah. And too bad and, and Zuko. Everyone too.
0: shipped them. Even she shipped them.
1: <laughs> she's like, oh Zuko, you saved me, kiss. And it's like, I'm Suki. You're like, you can let me drown down. <laughs> it's like beautiful.
0: And it's like I. I mean, that that's really cool. Like I like them. Like I didn't watch Voltron, but I was like, oh. I was yeah, temp- yeah. They they didn't. I was Sean tempted on too. when I saw the what, it was them. You know mm-hmm. like, that that speaks enough that I respect an animation company enough. To, when I see your animation style, like even if Voltron I looks whatever, but it's like when I see your
1: animation, I'm like it's okay, like yeah, yeah, shot, yeah I could I could give that a shot. Oh man. Well, so Ben uh, in the I think you said earlier no social media for you. I I only have a Twitter. I
0: <laughs> it's been a long time since I've checked it. If you actually want to like talk or play games like. Just add me on Steam. It's going to be bloodlightx, all one word. Um, If, like, you got stuff on your library you want to play, I'd definitely try it out with you every once in a while. I'm busy, but I love video games. That's, like, the main way to reach me. You can add my Twitter if you want. It's just going to be the same handle, bloodlightx. I'm pretty much on everything.
1: Nice. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Josh joshlcain. You can find the podcast on Instagram at animationstationpodcast twitter what a lame and, username guys wait, shut up <laughs> uh s- stop blood blood plus the last vampire whatever the heck you said you friend. yeah i discovered it in high school isn't it sweet <laughs> i have i have never had the heart to
0: change it it's too much of my past
1: i i love when you would you have somebody who's like uh when they created something in high school was just like we're just going to keep this it's like I, I mean like it just feels wrong when i change it like i could do like
0: i've thought of like other things like sanguine luminescence because that's cool what about belage belage no bellage yeah you could be belage no Uh, because that's my email (laughs) 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 friend if it's your email that should not be your username because it's lame yeah yeah it's like i i changed i got that in high school because i wanted like a somewhat professional email because no one's gonna ask what's your chitle handle on my resume it's like no it's like this was my email and it's gonna be spellage, And it's easy. It's like, oh, bada boom, bada boom, you got my email. It's just like what it says on the tin, instead of fire hunter or my very first email, unkillable fire death beast. There's a reason I changed it, because that's a nightmare to type with underscores.
1: Unkiller underscore fire. Unkillable fire death, death beast. underscore beast. At underscore-
0: And you can steal that one because it's probably got tons <laughs> of junk mail in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> got,
1: I'm like my first one was Colonel O'Neill, because I was like super big into Stargate SG1, so I'm like <laughs> those p90s man like i'm like oh god the p90 what a garbage gun but at no, the same no. time oh, you're just oh, like you don't talk about f i'm just like kidding that. i'm just kidding p90s are delicious
0: actually p90 is actually one of the best firearms ever made i i yeah it's one of those like i would love it whenever i see it you want to know you want to know why i say that josh it's because i'm crossed quality. i'm crossed okay so you can bop, i'm bop, bop, bop. i'm right hand dominant left eye dominant so like when i fire guns left-handed so like when instead of just going like I like firearms, but I don't really have the money to buy them. But it's like if I think about buying a firearm, I gotta think about the ambidextrous nature of the firearm. P90s eject the shells at the very bottom of the gun instead of to the side, so to hit my arm. So it's like and then it's also just like it shoots a cartridge that they custom designed to get a contract with the UN, which is small, like a it's like a pistol caliber but it's so fast it can go through body armors. It's really smart. It's a very smartly designed yeah. gun. Like It's it's one of those, like, there was the... It's a, but it's so, it looks so futuristic. People used it in everything. Mm-hmm. Even freaking, like, like even, it looks like they're using them in Ghost in the Shell.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, they, oh, what are they using? They used them in uh, uh, Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Like, all the guards are were using, like, white P90s, and I'm like, that's a pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, but, but, uh, <laughs> it's like, it's, I love your skin. Where'd you get it? It's,
0: it's, but that's the thing is like a lot of, a lot of the time it's like guns that look futuristic. Like I, if someone put an F 2000, FS 2000 and something, it's like it ejects, like it's a bullpup. The magazine's here. It ejects the shells at the front of the gun. It's like how in the world did they work that crop magic? No one knows, but it's just like, but anyways, it's just, that. That's like when someone makes a futuristic gun, it's going to be in everything. Yeah anything German made is probably going to be in
1: everything because those are the most futuristic looking weapons mm-hmm. give them 10 they years put, they're going to be making plasma weapons they put a P90 or they, they put like two P90s in the uh, uh, Love, Death, and Robots it was mean, so like we've got uh, like 60 rounds for the P90s and I'm like you used P90s it's like yeah because the thing is it's like they probably got a license because you know like you actually have to change the
0: name of guns in most games and you don't get licenses yeah. and it's just like it's, it's the reason why in JoJo they took this they stripped out the subtitles and they had to change the name from Killer Queen to Deadly Queen, which I find so utterly offensive. It's just the name of a song. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, like, it's Queen, though. It's like, but but it's the same thing. It's like, dude, they changed the look. You know they changed the art style of Yoshikaga Kira in the anime? Why? Because you
1: look... Let me show you. I'm gonna, guys. I'm gonna show him a picture. While he, while he pulls that up, uh, you can again, you can find us on Instagram at Animation Station Podcast, Twitter at Animate Pad Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook and Tumblr too, if you want to do that. Same Animation Station Podcast. Um, all of our episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and oh, on look, our website. <laughs> it's totally David Bowie. <laughs> they didn't want
0: to get sued for his by his uh, by Well, his- my
1: thing though is like he has blonde hair. It's like if that guy had, no, like, had red Bo- hair. Bo I know, but if that dude had like that if looks more red a, hair bowing. but
0: then people put a lightning bolt on his face change his hair to red and it's Ziggy
1: Stardust okay yeah no that's it's actually
0: <laughs> that's a that's a Aladdin Zane I'm sorry Hannah because Ziggy Stardust that's not Ziggy that's Aladdin Zane with the lightning bolt on his face Hannah's
1: told me that so many times
0: because Ziggy you think the Z like the Z yeah, yeah. anyway anyway
1: uh, all of our episodes are available on iTunes Stitcher Podbean and Google Play um other than that uh, oh and on our website animationstationpodcast.com other than that i mean i'm i'm pretty much done uh, oh yeah you're looking at the the Oh yeah wonderful... I, I just saw
0: big fish and Bagon on your exactly.
1: yeah I, I i literally listened to that episode went on amazon and ordered it Josh you ever going to do an episode in redline Oh, maybe. We should. That's a good movie. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Like, when you watch Baki, we'll do one on Baki. Because I've been wanting to do one on Baki. Sure, dude. I'll be down. And season two comes out April 30th. So If we're going to do an episode, we
0: should really do an episode on Gundam Thunderbolt. That's a freaking amazing movie. Because it, like... Before I go. uh, I'll explain why we should do one. Because it kind of can be spoilery on why we should do one because it's really
1: cool about the soldiers in it. So. Okay. Um then I mean I mean that's all I got. So oh. uh Ben, thanks so much for coming on. Oh, I'm I appreciate it. I've been wanting to get on an episode for a while. And then JoJo, I heard
0: like JoJo in the wind. I'm like <laughs> on an <another> episode. <set>. Exactly. <laughs> all right, so Ben, so like any anything else you want to end on? Yeah, like you know what's my biggest complaint about anime, Josh? What? There's no butts.
1: Uh They all
0: girls are flat-butted. It's all about those booties, dude. None of them.
1: Uh And on that, Josh. Uh